the boom, 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 and make them all dance to it. Hey, honey, my name is Elegant, and this is another episode of Ishrai Talks. Today, we're going to be talking about homophobia and how it affects our community. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back with a special guest. Stay tuned. And we are back from a short break. So this is an episode on homophobia and how it affects our community. Today I have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hey everyone. Um, my name is Francis. Just Francis. <laughs> just Francis. Okay. So just Francis. Um, <laughs> Come on, move the just. Francis. Okay. okay. So it's Francis. Uh, all right, Francis. So um, we're going to be touching homophobia. Just the basics and um, what we understand by it. So what is your understanding on homophobia? Uh, well, generally I believe it's a range of negative, uh, you know, feelings like hatred and all that towards uh, gay people, or homosexuals and all that, yeah? That's the short way I could put it. Yeah, that, I guess that's that's the, um, what's it, general term. Yeah. But um, I know that people also say that homophobia is people that are afraid of people that are yeah, homosexual. Fear is a negative uh, feeling too, too. At the end of the day, so I said, when I said negative, it all falls in. I well, guess. yeah, I guess. Yeah. But but you know you know um, how a phobia in itself is like what you are afraid of. Yeah. But it is is that really what we see today? Because like people are point blank angry with people that are homosexual. So. How do we um, level these two emotions, anger and fear? Um, basically, uh, fear itself would lead to people being irrational and you know going defensive per se, okay. and anger would be the next thing, you know, yeah. and violence will come up later on, you know, at the end of the day. So it's like one step before the other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really that's it ranges out basically. You understand? People fear what they don't understand basically. So and they are driving forces, you know, they are people, other people who they, 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 over time, you know, believe that the best way to get rid of uh, gay people and all that is through violence itself. So you see this message keeps being passed across from even their religious leaders, you know, the father figures in the community, um, even in their homes itself. So socialization itself is actually a tool being used to pass homophobia, you understand? So, the next generation or this generation we are currently in picks up from where the previous generation, yeah. you know. And thank God for the laws at the end of the day, because physical abuse and all those other things too, you know, it's against the law. So imagine if these laws didn't generally protect queer people per se, how far it would have gotten by now. Yeah, it's really bad, obviously, but people would have taken their fear to another level. You understand? It would be a, be a situation of, you know, every day you're going to be hearing cases of where people are giving being beaten to death, you know, being harassed, you know, but it's not that much anymore. Yeah, but because it's there. Of the laws. Yeah, because of the laws, so we can take the football a little bit. You can take the laws <laughs> yeah. Even though like they are not necessarily um queer friendly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're human rights friendly. They are human rights friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they are not queer friendly. Okay. Um alright, so let's look at some of the causes of homophobia i know one of them is uh, comes from religion yeah that is i guess that's the major one 
That's the strongest one. That's the strongest one. Yeah. Religion is not just a regular orthodox, uh, it's, it's traditional, traditionalists have their own religions and all that. Yeah. So religions are like basically, that's the first part of it. Every family is religious one way or the other. Yeah. And religion can be passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. You know, so what, what my grandmother taught my father, my father could pass down to me. So the religion itself is, wow, it's a force that never seems to, you know, let go, relent when it comes to gay people, when it comes to homophobia. Religion is like the strongest force we have so far. Yeah, but um, I know there are some churches because and yeah, there are some churches. Okay, fine. Let's just not let, let me not just look at churches. There are some uh, what do you call denominations that actually encourage homo, homosexuality. Like yeah. um, I know there are some churches. Okay, fine. Churches. I'm not very sure about um, Muslim and traditional worshippers, but I know that there are some churches that um, encourage people to be who they are, and even if they are homosexual, they would, um, okay, let me not use the word homosexual, they are queer, they would invite them into their, their place of worship, and they would even get them married in their church. So, what is the, how, what, what do you think their mentality is like? Uh, I would say those are community churches, per se. Community know, churches? Um, churches that, you know, because, see, I'll, I'll be very candid. Um, there is no church on earth, there's no mosque on earth, there's no religious center on earth where you don't have queer people there. And it goes all the way to the clerical staff, it goes all the way to you know, ushers, you name them, you know. So the security guards, you name, you know, understand. So I think because people are afraid, they speak against something, but behind closed doors, they're themselves. So these um, community centers and the churches you're talking about you know, that are accepting and all that, you know, the truth is these are people from the same community itself and they happen to be you know, part of the churches itself, they happen to be clerical staff and all that. So when they embrace, they are welcoming people that are like-minded, they are welcoming their own people into the fold. They are reverends, they are pastors that are openly um, gay, you know, social media, so a couple of them and all that. And they have church members who are of the same community. So it's not like some church with a, with a straight person per se is welcoming queer people. I don't think that's the way it works because these churches that condemn uh, queer people, or, you know, gay people, and all that, one of two things going on: they are homophobic one, yeah. and who knows? Maybe those uh, you know up there are closeted. That's exactly. Crazy. Yeah, so it's all. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me sound this way because the congregation likes the message. Let me sound this way so I will deflect, you know, fingers and all that. Because I, I think I've, I've seen in a lot of cases where the pastors are, you know, um, part of the uh, people having relations with. Okay, and um, the one that is very, very common now. Somebody was telling me about this last week. There is a church somewhere that um, the pastor um, has relations with young boys and they're presently looking into it. So it now makes me wonder, why would you go through the length of going to, you go out there, you're preaching your message, you just want people to look and um, turn their eyes away from you and then start preaching about homosexuality and why it is bad and blah, blah, blah. But in your own space, in your own tiny corner, 
when nobody is looking and the only person that can see you is God. You are, you know, practicing the same thing that you are preaching. You're condemning, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, why do people do that? Why do people um, seem to just want the, um, should I call it opinion or acceptance from your congregation? Why? Why? Do people... uh, well, okay. Let me. I would. I would actually boldly say this. Um, it's all over the internet anyway. Um, the church, for example, the Catholic church, for example. That's part of the biggest nation of yeah. year in the world. Has spent over um, ten million dollars on settlement itself. Yeah, for priests and reverend fathers, you know, sexually abusing um, young people, kids, and all that. You know, has cover up hush money itself. You understand? Now, the same Catholic Church itself has come out. They are part of us. At the end of the day, yeah. You know, so you see the problem. It's it's it starts from the top. Look at the church itself. The heads itself. Dictates the structure and how things are being worked, and the method of what they preach as a message is sent all over. Understand? So, if the character takes that step, it's because the Pope himself has seen it a different way. Now, we don't expect every other church to follow because most churches broke away from the Catholic Church per se and they formed their own because their beliefs were different. Understand? Now, this, this, these people are human beings that they don't play. They have a, a sexuality. Yeah. Whether you are a priest or you are a reverend father or you are a, you know, whatever, a bishop or whatever, you know, and human nature is going to be human nature. I mean, by the way, it's a practice where you preach and all that, you understand? And it's going to be really difficult because the way society looks at pastors is they are flawless, you know, they are beyond sin and all that, they are messengers of God and all that, you understand? So, the doctrination has taught people to look at whatever the pastor says as right. You understand and everything else as well so if the pastor steps on the pulpit and says um, he condemns um, you know, queer people and all that you know homosexuality and all that the people the condition will take it at the end of the day you know and if he keeps repeating that message people will keep taking it but you see behind closed doors he's himself yeah. you understand and out of that at the end of the day we all you know end up finding out that every single one of them would have had some experience or they suppressed experience and I would not I would I believe in God there's God and all that but you see there's a psychological thing to it at the end of the day too you see people that go up come out and say oh I have been delivered I've been you know converted from being queer and all so that you're an ex-gay. yeah you know <laughs> you know that at the end of the day it, it's a psychological thing sometimes yeah sometimes I don't know I can't really tell if there's the hand of God but I believe that you know a lot of things have been manipulated you know all the way down to the scriptures and all that the translations and all that so I'm talking about this from the point of view that I think many pastors are using too. They know the truth. They know that at the end of the day, it's them, it's natural. But you see, they cannot come around and twist that message when the man at the top of their has head already has something. already said something different, you understand? So all they are doing is resounding a message. Understand? So, but they have to live their, their own life. They still have to live their own life. Yeah, they have to live their own life at the end of the day. Okay, so let's let's leave let's leave the church because we we've talked really long on the church. Yeah. Let's let's talk about um other institute. Well, if let let me just even say this: if we are even looking at other institutions or other um other bodies, bodies, I would I would feel or think that those bodies or institutions get their own morals and their values from the church. Oh uh, well, yes. Even the constitution, for example, you know, 
was mixed up of uh, traditional views and religious views as well. Social views too, no doubt. But mostly, it was always religious. Every 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 constitution is, has always been built up majorly of religious views, you know. And I'm, and I would go to say that I think that's the biggest problem with every political system itself. Yeah. The mixture of religion yeah. into yeah. politics at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, what, what can we say? What can we say? <laughs> so I mean, I guess that basically covers the causes of homophobia in the world and Nigeria today. The major reason yeah. is just the religion. The religious views and everything so okay let's talk about um what this can do to people in our community let's not even talk about the world today because we hear a lot of news from um people all over the world getting through uh, going through um, gender-based violence uh, rape blackmail and the sort and sorts so let's think about um our country nigeria what's does that mean for people in Nigeria when it comes to homophobia? How can we um, behave in such a way that it doesn't cause any people, anybody to look at us funny or you know call us out? And what can we do to keep ourselves safe? Because the truth is, our, our country is not safe for not. Let's let's not even think about just homosexuals now. The country is not safe for anybody. So let's just let's just um, base our findings on just for the homosexual community. What can we do to stay safe and stay away from um, the violence? The violence of yeah. the wow, it 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 ranges really wide and all that, you know. Um, but one thing I would say is I don't think we should halt. I don't think we should go back into our shells. I don't think we should hide. But I think there's a professional way you can do it. Yeah. Look at every uh, movement, the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King and everybody of Malcolm X and all that. You know, the laws didn't favor black people. Yeah. They didn't really have rights in equals and all that. You know, and racism was really strong. It still is. It still is. Yeah. So you really can wipe those things that easily. Is that now as it concerns homophobia in Nigeria, we've come a long way. We have come a long way, you know. Back then, I don't think people would be this bold to come out. Yeah. I don't think queer people would, you know, host TV shows and all True. that. I don't think queer people would be comfortable, you know, being all effeminate in yeah. public. You know, I've seen. I was at the mall one time about a year ago. Um, ICM, and I saw this these guys, <laughs> guys, girls. Anyhow, I saw these beautiful people. Let's put it that way. And. They were playing this music at the bar I was sitting down at and this guy came practically twerking. People, yeah, I'm not joking. The bar, not too far from the bouncer, the security guy at the, the entrance. And everybody looked and they were fascinated. And at that point something like it, it got to me like this is how far we've actually come. Yeah. You see, back then I think somebody would have thrown a bottle or people would have mobbed. Yeah. You know, that would have that would, what would have been. So my advice to people is be careful, you understand? Those people, you know, took a risk. I won't lie. That guy in Bakla took a risk. He can't probably do it at this like Oshodi and Oshodi yeah, or Mushi. No, he can't do that, <laughs> you understand? But the truth is, be careful. People have to see queer people as more than just a sexuality, you understand? You know, I always tell people, your sexuality is not your identity, it's a part of your identity. You can't, you can't put it on your forehead that I'm gay because at the end of the day, straight people don't put it on their forehead that they're straight, you understand? Exactly. You dig? So, be you, be free, but be mindful, you know, 
people are not all just going to accept you one because people around or, you know your close circle accept you your family might accept you your straight friends are understanding and you know your female friends are understanding and all that but it's not going to be that way everywhere you go yeah. you understand you have people like Bob Whiskey people are protected at the end of the day True. they have connections all around and many people who haven't uh, gotten to that stage in life are mimicking people like Bob Whiskey and the rest and they're putting themselves in danger you know when you go out there you don't have any security guard you don't have you know, have, yeah you're just being yourself and that's very dangerous at the end of the day. So our best for people to have to be very cautious wherever you are, your environment, always look around. I know it's not easy. I know you're supposed to live free. You're not supposed to be thinking about your safety for being yourself and all that. But as time progresses, you become more accepted and all that. Because if people look at you as a beacon, you know that ah, this person is more this person is this person is gay, but he's a really good doctor. You understand? This person is oh, he's a really good lawyer. This person is a fa- is a really good fashion designer. Okay, I'm I'm you know. Let's say a full person will look at what this person made as an outfit and be like, I think I should patronize this person. Yeah. You understand? Because you have to be more than just your sexuality. Yeah. So that's the biggest advice I can give people. You know, grow, you understand? Be free. But I mean, be mindful and you know, progress in life. And people will accept you one way or the other. Magic, uh, sorry, um, what's Magic Johnson's son's name again? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's the basketballer with the quest on. Um, I think I seen him on um, some TV shows on MTV and all that. Now, because the father is who he is, people respect him. You understand? Look, call any queer person in Nigeria that's out there. They have money, no doubt. Nigerians respect money a lot. So I would just say, try and be made be something at least. If you want to be flamboyant, you want to kill yourself out with all the best designers, all the bomb shots you can get. <laughs> yeah, but you understand. Let people look at you and say, okay, but he's really cool. And that is the way the next generation is going to come in and leave yeah. doors open for them. Yeah. You understand? But if we keep doing this thing we are doing in our community, because the major problem with the community is member itself. Yeah. There are people in the community that are selling the community out for profits and all that. Yeah. yeah, we have many stories of people that will lead people to where they will be, you know, ketoed and ambushed and all that. These are community members too. You understand? We have people that will connive with military men, with policemen and all that. Those are community members too. So we have rotten eggs in, in our, our community, community. Yeah. that's that is slowing our progression down at the end of the day. So that's it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess Francis has said everything today. I don't think I even have to chip in anything. But okay, if we're going to chip in anything at all, I guess we just have to be, as much as we should be mindful of our environment and um, the people we open up to and everything, we should also be mindful of our friends because as at the end of the day, we can't necessarily trust all of our friends to keep a secret. Let's not even talk about just our queer friends, let's talk about our straight friends as well. Because I know I have a bunch of straight friends that know about my sexuality, but I have to be mindful of the amount of information I share to them and the things I say, I have to be watchful of all of that. It is a very tough um, job at the end of the day, being queer, especially in Nigeria, because of the amount of things we have to go through. I mean, Nigeria on its own is stress. Let's, let's just put it out there. Nigeria on its own is stress, but I mean, being a queer um, person in Nigeria is another ball game entirely. But you know what? If you are still out there and you're still holding on, let me tell you that you are doing an amazing job. And you know, I applaud you. I mean, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I applaud you. You're doing amazing. Just hold on a bit longer, and you know what? 
by the end of the day, Nigeria is going to be very queer friendly. We hope. Let's just yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. Okay, so this brings us to the end of our uh, podcast today. I mean, the, our episode today. Is, I was looking at 15 minutes, but we went 20. So, um, yes. So, does Francis have anything to say? Any final words? Um, well, it's been nice being here. I never thought I'd be doing this. You don't <laughs> have a choice here with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope this gets to everyone and it impacts people in the most positive way. And yeah, but uh, let me add before I wrap up. Um, what he said about secrets and all that. Um, you have to be cautious. And remember that the first person to tell your secrets is you. Yeah. yeah so you have to be careful with who you actually talk to. You know, don't. You you should open up to people, but not everyone. Not everyone. Yeah, and watch your friends, watch your circle. I mean, there are people who are there for what they can gain. And when they see someone else they can gain from, I mean, you're valuable, they can sell you out anytime. You understand? So you have yeah, to be careful too. Very careful. That's all I've got to say. Yes, so th- <laughs> <laughs> our guest is a clown. But anyways, you thank know. you very much for being with us, Francis. You're welcome. And I am Elegant again. I will be signing out. The song in the background is Born This Way by Lady Gaga. Have Ooh. an amazing, <laughs> an amazing weekend, everyone. <laughs> Ciao. Just be a queen. Don't be a drag. Just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. So we can rejoice your truth. In the religion of the insecure, I must be myself, respect my youth. A different love is not.
drag, just be a queen. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, beige, chola descent, your Lebanese, your Orient. Whether life's disabilities left you outcast, but leader teased, rejoice and love yourself today, cause baby, you were born this no way. No gay, straight or bi, lesbian, transgender life, I'm on the right track, baby, I was born to survive. No matter black, white, or beige, chola Bonus way.